0: Glory to Jesus Christ, Glory to in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We have entered into this, a day or two into the fast that the Orthodox Church has in the month of August, or the first half of August, in honor of the falling asleep, the dormition of the Mother of God, And it is especially something about coming to the height of the heat of the summer to be able to enter into another penitential fasting time. The church has for us four different major fasts, as it were, extended beyond. Wednesday or Friday or something like a fast for the beheading of John the Baptist. Uh, But we have, of course, just a few months or so ago, a little more than a month ago, uh, finished uh, the fast of the Apostles, where we remember uh, the Apostles. Before that, of course, we had Great Lent. And then the Nativity Fast, or the fast that we have before the Feast of Nativity. These summer fasts um, can be hard, especially as Americans. What do we like to do in the summer? But go outside and fire up a grill and throw bell peppers and zucchini and things like that <laughs> onto it. Eggplant, I forgot eggplant. Uh, no, we we like to throw steaks and chicken breasts and you know that kind of stuff on there. Uh, the church. Uh, has us, and this is, especially if you think of Great Lent Nativity Fast, uh, this is a pretty short fast. This is about two weeks from the 1st to we break the fast on the 15th. Uh, and it is something that I encourage uh, us to engage with because there's something about needing. I know it almost feels like, did we just have the fast, right? And here we are again. But there is, in the church's wisdom, we need to fast. It's very counterintuitive for us as moderns to fast. Uh, we really are stuck here in our heads and don't really. It's hard for us to engage with spiritual life because as we have told our whole life, the spiritual life is in our head and it's not actually embodied. Uh, but that is not the way of the church, especially the first say the first millennium if you especially read that but it's not the way of the church and especially i think when i come to the dormition fast myself i like to bring out because we don't have like lint right we have different services there's a huge liturgical change we don't really get the same liturgical changes with the apostles fast the dormition fast the nativity fast but there is i think themes that i like to contemplate the apostles fast is thinking about apostolic teaching Apostolic uh, martyria, you know, witnessing, apostolic evangelism. And then when I come to the Dormition Fast, what I like to contemplate is, well, contemplation. That we have with the Mother of God an incredible example of, well, specifically as a, a Christian, right? The one who followed Christ who was available and who literally, as Paul later uses metaphors in his epistles about Christ being born within us, she actually had God born with, within her nine months and then to be born of her. There's especially particular attributes of the Mother of God during the Dormition Fast that I contemplate and I try to bring out some in preaching and teaching. And there's three things. The first being purity. When we talk about the Most Holy Lady, Mother of God, we talk about the Immaculate, the pure, the one who knew no man, the one whom her chastity, her purity, was not just bodily, because it's not just a kind of body thing per se, but it is something that emanates from a character of the soul, so so for sinine, or wisdom, or chastity, that is this bigger idea, it's just not the don't do that, but it is a larger virtue of purity that we see in the mother of God, and that she uh, is in the church at the head of the saints, those who Christ has saved, she stands at the forefront as the all-pure one to struggle for chastity, uh, especially in supplication to her. It is typical in the Orthodox Church, not as much in our Slavic practice, but in other practice, for example, the Greek practice, uh, to do the small paraklesis, which is a small uh, service. Uh, we did this last <coughs> year. Uh, I would like to do this. This year it is me saying this. Would I would like to do it next Wednesday. <coughs> So that we, instead of Vespers, that we do the the Malabin with the Barachasal service that we did. We we did some during Nativity Fast last year, right? Remember the Wednesday night service that we did? Special practice Sunday. (laughs) We can talk about it. But anyways, this is one of the times where the Greek Church will do the Akathos, they will do the Barachasal, they have a very specific devotion, and they'll do services directed to the Mother of God. The other... Virtue and thing that I think about is humility. That the Mother of God, incredibly humble, ready and willing, when the Archangel Gabriel came to her, to say yes. That she had been in preparation, that she had been within the temple. For the vast majority of her life, that she, even though she trembled <coughs> at the thought, she was not like Moses, who said, "You know, I'm not very good at speech. Can't you just choose somebody else?" She is not like uh, maybe David, who didn't really seek it out, and then, well, he has his own foibles later, or Saul, who's just really hard-headed and just a problem from the beginning. She is ready, willing. And she submits to the will of God and the Annunciation to her. This great humility is something that, uh, as I've talked about many times, purity, humility, and then contemplation or prayer would be the third. They all are integrated together. It's not like you get to purity of soul without humility. You need humility in order to attain to purity. And of course, the, the thing I especially like to focus on during this time is contemplation or prayer. We have the Mother of God, especially in the Gospel of Luke. After she is looking for Jesus, because he decided that he needed to be about his father's business in the temple, where he was enlightening all of the scribes and the Pharisees in the temple, you have... Uh, Jesus, uh, this response that Mary has, that she treasured all of these things in her heart, that she, within her heart, was contemplating and watching our Lord. That's why, especially, we see her at the foot of the cross, that she, from the very beginning, knew that he was uh, from above, that he was going in his path back, to the father would have to go through all that he did the cross the death the burial and the resurrection so as we enter into this fast let us engage the fast as much as we can let us increase our prayer let us focus upon and look at the mother of god the one in whom Uh, God, sending an angel, said that you will be called blessed, that you have found grace, that you are the one through whom we would be able to be saved, because it is through her that the Son was able to come. In her purity, humility, and contemplation of God, she was able to see God and to rejoice in his three-day resurrection from the dead.